0: You're listening to the My Vinyl Addiction Podcast
1: with Vince G. and John Seagram, a podcast for true music fanatics. Join in on the conversation and the argumentation. Welcome back to My Vinyl Addiction Podcast. Once again, we're here to talk about records, music, and other things, so...
0: My name is Vince Graham. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: my name's Vince Graham, and uh, over here to my right, I have John the Seagram. What's up?
0: How's it going, man? Thanks for having me back again.
1: Yeah, we're gonna uh, talk about a couple of albums today, which are, I guess, a little different. Uh, well, one of them is the other one is kind of right <laughs> in our wheelhouse, something that we'd listen to. So, uh, what's going? How's life going, man? What's going on,
0: man? You know, same old stuff. I I'm glad that you know things are kind of opening up again. I yeah. feel like you know. Gonna, we should do one day is go to a concert together and we can talk about that on an episode. Definitely. Like now that things are opening up, you know, sounds like.
1: Yeah, we can give a concert review.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be kind of,
1: that'd be pretty fun. As long as it's not. Uh, Otep. <laughs> yeah, I won't go into that one or yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right. So this week we have two albums. Uh, I guess we'll jump right in. Like, What did okay. you give me this week to listen to? All
0: right. So uh, last week's episode, um, I did Deltron 3030, which came out in the year 2000. I decided to stick with the same year, and but change up the style a little bit. And I gave you some new metal
1: Taproot Gift. Now, was that 2000?
0: Yeah, man. Okay. I, I thought it was later or earlier. I thought it was
1: earlier, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then I was tripping out and I was thinking, like, wow. So I was about... Uh, well, You're going to say I'm very young, (laughs) but I was 2000. I was like a freshman. So, yeah, Uh, freshman or sophomore, probably depending on whatever
1: part of the year it came out. But I definitely remember listening to this in high school. Yeah, if it came out in 2000, it was like towards the end of that uh, new metal phase. And I hate that term, new metal, whatever, (laughs) but it was kind of at the end of it when it was kind of almost about to die, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, I would say so. I, I think we're kind of in the yeah towards the started in like
1: 94 95 with corn's release and yeah, deftones and Limp adrenaline biscuit and, and well, lip biscuit and
0: i gotta give you a biscuit album because i always feel like you're hating on
1: them you know what <laughs> i'm gonna give you chocolate starfish that's the best one <laughs> actually you know no way no way that is the best one
0: <laughs> we're gonna th- okay well we'll talk about lip biscuit
1: <laughs> i like that album yeah so anyway um yeah, so you gave me that, and uh, <laughs> I, I did listen to it. Funny thing is, like, I felt like... this. You knew it, though, Yeah, right? I know that album, like, Inside and Out, backwards and forwards, so I was like, okay, there's not going to be much to talk about, but we'll find something to talk about here. Okay. And so what I gave you was something different. On the end of our last show, we talked about what kind of pop do we actually listen to that we yeah. might not be so, you know, willing to share with everyone, and... I did share with you that I listened to a band called Metric, and Metric. you know um, they play them in Forever Twenty One, and fifteen-year-old girls probably listen to it, but <laughs> I listen to it as well. So Metric, to me, they're just like a really fun band. Um, I like the singer's voice a lot, and okay. um, what I gave you is their iTunes session album. Yeah, and the thing about that is like I think. You have to have iTunes or account or something to even get that album because it's nowhere else to be found. You can find it well I guess like on YouTube but you have to listen like one by oh, one okay. kind of, you know, okay.
0: it's it's more difficult to listen to it than it just going to iTunes and just listen to the album.
1: There's a couple reasons I gave you this. I know that we had discussions before and you don't really like live albums. Right? Isn't, didn't you say that before you're not a big live album person?
0: Yeah, it's Uh, well some of them I don't mind Um, but then usually like I remember like having like an old Korn live album Mm -hmm. but you you can't really hear it very
1: well yeah well that wasn't an official album at all I remember what you're talking about it was kind of crappy but through the years and this was more of an 80s thing like every band had to do uh, that live album finger quotes Um, I like Johnny
0: Cash's Live and Folsom okay (laughs) yeah,
1: you know I have that record in there
0: oh really yeah you want it you don't want it? I don't want it. Oh, yeah. I'll take it no. for sure, man. <laughs> I, I,
1: I have it in there somewhere. I have to well, find it.
0: You, last last week, you said you don't have a country album. There's your country album. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Well, now you don't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I'm giving it to you. <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> hey, man. This, this is the best podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> um,
1: so th- this album, I, I feel like, okay, they did a live album. And each song, they went further with the song. They expanded on the song. They had more energy on the song. So this is one of my favorite live albums. Mm -hmm. Um, It's comparable to um, team sleep. Did I have a, I have a actually have that vinyl too. It's uh, called the Woodstock sessions and that's a live album they did. And they changed the songs a little bit and they kind of just have so much energy on that album. And this album, which is very pop was like that for me. It, expanded on the studio versions of the songs. I don't like when, like, I love Taproot, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. But there's uh, there was an album called Music as a Weapon or something, and it has, like, different people disturbed a couple songs, yeah. Taproot a couple songs in their live. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was that, just that recording, but I felt like the singer didn't sound anything like himself, and it was really <laughs> bad. Yeah. So some people don't sound that great live. Like, chino De- <laughs> we love uh we talk about
0: them all the time almost every episode we love the deftones but i i'll be the first to agree or admit it man that he's not the best singer live and yeah. when you're there though you're like this is awesome right yeah but then you listen or watch a video or listen back and you're like damn he's horrible
1: <laughs> sometimes i feel like he just doesn't try yeah <laughs> and if you ever want to really have something fun um go on youtube and get the what's it called Deftones Live in Waldrock, I think it's called. And it's the it's the concert where Chino was so drunk. Is that the one where he's like... He got beat up before the concert. He got on and people yeah. were like throwing mud at him. <laughs> His pants are falling down and he doesn't finish one song. And you can tell the band, they're just trying to ad-lib behind him. Okay, let's start this song. So yeah. it's, it's hilarious. So check that out. It's on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I, I remember seeing
0: one where like... You can tell he's was all wasted, and he's like, "Why are you pointing a laser pointer yeah. at me?" Is
1: that the one? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "It's hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Throw more mud at me. You make you feel like a man." <laughs> it's hilarious. Let's go back
0: into Taproot, man. Let's, if you don't mind, talked yeah, about let's, Taproot. Let's do that. Okay, so um, this was an album where another one that like we kind of talked about before, where I kind of went back and heard it again, and was like, "Oh man, if I." forgot about this album and I really really liked it again like I kind of I've always like it came up on my shuffle a lot oh I mean I remember this song oh yeah, yeah. that song's cool but then um, uh, I was just thinking like let's go back and hear the full album again and I really appreciated it again I was like wow I thought there would be more songs where I didn't remember like I didn't realize I listened to that entire album oh yeah I thought I would just kind of like listen to a few tracks here and there but that's another um, album where I brought up last week where my friend Adrian, uh, we, you know, we jam guitars and stuff, but then he had a baritone guitar and I bought my seven string and then, you know, they down tune. So this is around the time, you know, you know, learning a lot and stuff. And then in high school, so he was like showing me how to play like a lot of their songs and he hated Taproot. Mm-hmm. He always said, oh, I hate Taproot. Oh, man, I hate the singer. He's so whiny. But then it, he knew like all of their songs, and he would right. show me how to play them. Like, how do you know all their songs? And you, you hate them. You hate them. He's like, "Well, I just learned for you. I'm just trying to teach you how to play them." I'm like, "You, yeah, right, dude. Just admit you like them." But uh, yeah, that was like um, one of the, like the you know. I always we'd always jam together like tap root, but then uh, that was something like like I said, it was in high school. If you listen to the or read the lyrics or listen to the lyrics, it's very um, dark. He's always talking about, you know, like, oh, life's so hard, emotional times. Well, they're from Detroit, man. It's (laughs) it's a horrible place to live.
1: (laughs) Just ask Eminem, man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's a lot of good songs with this album. Like, everyone. I used to listen to this back in the day. I remember... I used to have that Lexus I had, and I used to play this album. (laughs) Everywhere I went, I was listening to this this album. That's when it first came out. And I love
0: the fact that you can remember listening to this album. That's what I love the most about this uh, podcast is talking about how it can trigger a memory for you when you just
1: listen to an album. Definitely. And the funny thing is I um, used to listen to this all the time, but when their album um, Blue Sky Research came out, I kind of forgot about anything previous to that because that is my favorite album by them. And it just, man, that album to me is... Probably one of my favorite albums of all time. I don't think I've even heard that album. Blue Sky Research? Oh, my yeah. gosh. That, that's my... I'm going to give that one to you, too. Which but anyway, is the one with Poem? That's the first one. Oh, wait a minute. This is the first yeah, one. That's the first one. Poem is, is the second, second album. But I think Blue Sky, Sky Research was after that, the oh, next okay. one. I like Poem. I wish Poem was, was the on this album. song by them, <laughs> uh, Calling? I don't know. Or Forever endeavor. I got... No. Those are, like, two great songs. I think I really only
0: listened to Gift and then Poem... Wow! <laughs> All right, when it. we
1: finish this, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a couple of those songs for you and see what you think. But like um, the main song on here, like which I think was their their standout song from way back when they were not known is uh, "Mirrors Reflection." Oh yeah, because like people were talking about that before their album was out. Like that was a, a huge song. But my favorite song on this album is not "Again and Again," which is a great song, but I like "Now." Now, yeah, now. Uh, it, it, to me that sounds more like what their future sound would be. Uh-huh. And I can't remember which which song is it on this album where they do this crazy breakdown and the drummer screams in the background. You can barely hear him, and then you just hear that. What which one is that? I don't know. It's towards the end of the album. It might be "Come Back," or it's probably "Come Back." I think. What's the one that
0: goes "Something's More Than Nothing"? Which one's that one?
1: oh man don't put me on the spot I don't know we can't play anything on yeah. here so but that's what I feel
0: like is uh, we always talk about how he kind of like he doesn't really speak very clearly maybe that's why I like it yeah but we always just go zoom 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it's a great album and I mean even when you gave this to me I'm pretty sure you knew what I would say about this album like yeah
0: I knew you liked Taproot and then that's why I was kind of like I know he knows this album and I know he likes it but uh, to me I kind of brought it up more as of um you know, I, I love talking about the whole uh, aspect of where you were. Why, you know, like I said, this is in high school. They talk about a lot of, you know, dark stuff and you know whatever how hard life is. And you're in high school, you feel that way. Even though I grew up next to the golf course <laughs> and I had cable, <laughs> but I had such a hard life. You yeah, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? But you, you know the thing is, um, this this album one thing i like about it and one thing i like about this band in general because they never really gave this up is for quotes new metal they had some of the most sing um sing-along type courses that you can get yeah. in a song where you, once you hear it a couple times it's like really fun to sing along with it yeah and uh so since we both agree on this album so much before we get into the next one let's kind of go off on a tangent here okay. let's talk about um new metal and what people thought it was and what were some of your favorite bands? Because like everybody knows Corn yeah. and Deftones, which were never really new metal. Yeah, they weren't too much. Yeah, I, there, I there were bands that were seriously new metal. Limp Biscuit. Yeah, you know. But like, what bands stand out from that type of music to you?
0: Oh man, well definitely. Like to me, if if you say the word new metal, I just think of Limp Biscuit. You know, instantly, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Coal Chamber. Was that New Metal? I feel like they uh, were. Yeah, they I were in the same of, time frame. Yeah. They
1: lumped everyone together
0: in that little yeah. time frame, you know? I guess you're right. Yeah, they'd probably be... Yeah, Cold Chamber would be New Metal. But like I said, like Limp Bizkit's really like the only band that
1: will well, pop my head. I guess Taproot. Yeah, they're in there. I mean, uh, all those... Ba- I, I think every heavy band that came out from Corn through um, Linkin Park were considered New Metal, you know?
0: I, yeah, I never really got into Linkin Park. Maybe that's something else we might uh, talk about, too.
1: <laughs> I didn't either, to be honest with you. Yo, you didn't? Remember know? Mudvayne?
0: Oh, yeah. They are came back.
1: Oh, really? With the yeah, mask?
0: Uh, <laughs> no, they just painted themselves up. Oh, they, were,
1: they weren't masks? Okay. Uh,
0: but, yeah, the, yeah, all I remember from them is Dig. Dun, dun, bing,
1: dun, bing. Yeah. That but, yeah. was, like, the really only song that I think everybody kind of got into.
0: I'm trying to look at it right now. System of a Down was new metal. Yeah. I guess I mean I like
1: but some bands I really feel
0: like Static X oh yeah I like Static yeah. X yeah oh yeah well the first
1: album it's not <laughs> oh yeah P.O.D. P.O.D. Papa Roach oh yeah remember when they used to wear all the dicky suits they all had the matching dicky suits and they and- look cool yeah and then
0: now they're not. <laughs> now they're not cool
1: yeah they got those big budget videos and stuff <laughs> I don't know
0: speaking of big budget let's talk a little bit about metric metric
1: metric yeah, okay. So,
0: all right. First thing I gotta say about Metric. Um, okay, so I didn't, I didn't know who they were last week when you, you told me about them, mm-hmm. and then I started listening to this iTunes sessions, and I was like, all right, first song, you know, it's all right. And then I went to the set, and I was kind of looking, and the second song was like popular. It had the star next to it. Help, I'm alive. And then I listened to it, and I was like, I know this song. So you you've been in Forever Twenty One. <laughs> I might have walked through there to get a pretzel or something. Okay. All right. <laughs> but no, I remember hearing a lot on K rock. I mean, I don't know how far people listen to this podcast, but you know, LA, they have a uh, K rock. Every kind of knows about it. I think anyways, I remember kind of here on there, you know, uh, but back when I didn't have a Bluetooth in my car mm-hmm. <laughs> throwing the radio station and hearing it, um, honestly, it, it tripped me out because this is kind of the opposite of usually what happens here. Um, I When I originally heard that song, Help I'm Alive, I thought it was a guy. Did you really? Yeah. I thought it was a guy. I thought it was like Silver Sun pickups. Well, I thought
1: he was a girl. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> so I was. I always thought the same thing. Like, oh, this is another Silver Sun pickup type of band where hmm. the guy sounds like a girl. Okay. And so then when I was like, wait, this is actually a girl. But then so then I heard the iTunes session and then I went back and I listened to the uh, original version really quick. But they have so much effects on her voice. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm like, why do they have... Like, she? her voice isn't bad. Why do they put so... Like, they saturate her voice. On, on the live? No, like, on her oh, on the the, album. on the album. Okay. I'm like, they have so much effects on her voice. Like, so much. Like, she's fucking Chino. <laughs> and then it's
1: like, boy well, why? Like, she doesn't have a bad voice. Like, that's what one thing I thought was kind of weird. Stood out to you? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because... Um, she actually, I don't, they had some weird um, thing I read about her one time where she can hit some kind of crazy notes that most people, like 99% of the population can't hit. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember what it was called, but they had a, some kind of technical name for it. Brown note? <laughs> <laughs> Makes you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, the way I first heard this band, I think was, I think I heard Help, Help, I'm Alive on a movie or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I kind of dig that song. And then I started listening and like, I really feel like even their older albums are even better than like, well, actually fantasies, I think it's called fantasy or fantasies was their main album. In my opinion, it's Mm -hmm. the best album. It had that song on it. After that, the albums kind of slowly fell off. But before that, they had some really different kind of music, like songs on there. Like um, there's a song on there called hustle Rose, Oh yeah, that's the one where she just repeats that phrase over and over. uh, The talking about some woman, yeah, Um, and it's it's just different, you know. And um, I don't know. I I played that fantasy album over and over and over, and I it just kind of sunk in, and I I started to like the band a lot.
0: Yeah. Um. uh, A couple weeks ago, I listened to a podcast, and it had a a singer I really like. His name is Josh Josh Scoggin. He's from um, the band called they Are 68. He used to be in uh, The Chariot, Norma Jean, uh, you know, back to Ludacris, like an old band back in the day. Anyways, uh, one, thing was, <laughs> one thing he was talking about, though, on the podcast, which I really want to bring up here, which made sense to me, was he was talking about they actually were talking about listening to albums in full and how people normally do that much as well. I was like, hey, man, we're reaching out to everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but they're talking about it. And then um, he was saying about how back in the day, you know, when there are cars be, you'd have, you know, you, you put a CD in and you're kind of not stuck with it, but you're kind of dedicating yourself to listen to that album. Yeah. Unless you want to dig deep and try
1: to go. Or if you're cool, like me, you had a CD changer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but he was talking about that and saying like how yeah. you, you would buy it. Like you had to go out, like out of your house to the store
1: mm-hmm.
0: buy the album like if someone like if this would have been back in the day we would have to tell each other about the albums and either we had to buy it or borrow it from each
1: other what we would have done is Burned buy him. it <laughs> well that but before that we would have bought it I would have got a cassette I would have made you a copy <laughs> yeah. and sent it over to you that's why we would have done it back in the day
0: yeah but he was saying like how if someone recommended an album or you really wanted you heard it you wanted to get it you actually had to get out of your house go yeah. to the store search for it purchase it you know go and put it in your car and then you're kind of listening it over and over again um, this and then he was saying like how that doesn't really happen very much anymore where people don't dedicate that anymore and mm-hmm. listen it over and over again and then he said you know kind of like t- saying like you fight me on this if you think I'm wrong but I think that's why a lot of people don't like certain albums anymore because they don't take the time to listen to it over and over and at first I was like no that's not true then the more he's talking about it the more I was thinking about it I'm like you know he's kind of right and then, so, this was an album where I kind of, uh, I'll be honest, when I first heard it, I was like, come on, Vince. <laughs> I didn't think you like yeah, it. Yeah, I was yes. like, come on, man. And then I tried to listen to it, and I, I would get like halfway through it, and I'd, I'd stop it, and then I'd do it again, stop it. And then <laughs> I heard, I started thinking about what he was saying. So, I pretty much did the, I, I, put, I left in the CD player. Which, what I did is I kind of just left it on my phone and just had it playing repeat. Every time I was in the car, it was playing, and every time I listened to music, it's playing, and I kind of just listened to over and over again. And then the more I started doing it, like and closer to this day, I noticed yesterday I was listening to the album, and I knew like a lot of the parts. You know, mm-hmm. I was like singing them, and I started and you catching knew, you started on. Know the songs then I was a little like, bit. "Hey, this is actually pretty good. It's not that bad." Like my favorite is a uh, Gold Guns Girls. Yeah, that's such a good song. Yeah, and then I was like, "All right, like yeah." Then like even like the first song, like it ends off very like theatrical and kind of like a lot of instruments and yeah i was like okay yes it's cool i like it and but yeah the more i listened to it and i was like yeah i really dig it now like it's not my favorite album but i can get through it and i like it right like, whereas before when i first started heard it i was kind of like
1: yeah, and, and that's the the thing. I, I I try to give you stuff, if you notice. Yeah. <laughs> I try to give you stuff that you're probably, maybe you're not going to like. But what I want you to do is at least think about it. Yeah. You know? And that's what I like the people that are listening to do as well. Think about it. Try it, you know? And what you said that guy was talking about makes sense because not only did you have to go out and physically go to the store, buy the album and all that. When you did that, then you appreciated it. It was more like... Well, I bought it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's mine, so I'm going to make sure I give it a, a, a try. Yeah. As opposed to now, people are just kind of like, they're consuming so much. Yeah. You know, anywhere you turn, you can get, like, having this um, Amazon uh, subscription
0: Yeah.
1: is kind of a curse in a way. Because I could listen to anything at any time that I want. Yeah. And it kind of makes me not listen to anything at any time that i want it just kind of i listen to the same stuff yeah you know do you have the same thing because i have
0: amazon too um but have you noticed sometimes if you just play your music on shuffle you kind of play the same songs yeah and you're like dude i have a huge library (laughs) that i have saved in here and it plays like same songs over and over again yeah Yeah,
1: and it's it's strange but like and it's funny every time we say amazon we look over at the the echo (laughs) echo that's because I, I don't want her to, to listen, because I think they start to listen, I'm very paranoid about that. That's
0: right. Well, yeah, because now they're going to send you the record. <laughs> they're going to send me We're a new metric, metric, metric album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an of <or> this, man. <laughs> no.
1: No. So, oh, I just turned my computer off. Okay. Um, I really like this album, and if you want to hear something else by them, listen to the mainstream EP. Okay?
0: Okay, so... Uh, yeah, I, I do. I wanted to ask you about that too because you gave me an iTunes session where it's like uh, it's live and it's kind of a compilation, I guess, of uh, songs. Um, why, why did you choose the iTunes? Like you said, that they, of course, they sing a little bit different. And
1: Yeah, they change every, every song's different than the studio version. And like they go off, like you said on the first song, how it, it, they kind of just go off into this instrumental part mm-hmm. and they're just almost jamming yeah. on that song. It, it's the same um, boundaries of that song but they start to a little, they do a little jam right at the end. And when people do something like that and it has a lot of energy to it that I like, I like a lot. So I got to go and hear their albums because like
0: that's all I've heard so far is just the live versions. I actually listened to the interview at the end too. That was pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, One, they're from Canada, (laughs) (laughs) but they answered a lot of questions for me because um, I thought like the, was it the second one, the, the hooker song or yeah. Um, That one, I was kind of... Rose. Yeah, I I thought the same thing about it where I was very interested because it's kind of like a a poppy song, but the words are very dark. And then I was like, well, that's interesting. And then they kind of talk about that in the interview saying how they want you to either choose, like if you want to listen to lyrics, it can be a dark song. Mm -hmm. If you want to listen to music, it can be a happy song. Right. And I was like, well, that's interesting that they thought that through and kind of created that, you know.
1: And then they have the song on there, which is called... Uh, Eclipse, All Yours. That is the one on there that I'm kind of like, eh, because that was made for like, I think it's one of the Twilight movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's like you can. So you tw- go to
0: Forever Twenty One and you watch
1: Twilight. <laughs> well, I didn't. You know that wasn't on any of their albums. I, I, that yeah. one is not on any of their albums. So when I was like, oh, I kind of don't dig that song as much. But there's a song on there called Empty, uh-huh. which I really like. Okay. So it, it's it's a good record. People give it a listen and see what you what you think about it.
0: For being, like, such a poppy group, uh, like I said, I heard it probably, like, on K-Rock, like, the, you know... Oh, the, the part, to the... Beating like a hammer. Like, that part's mm-hmm. not too bad, but the part I don't like is after the help, I'm alive. It sounds it's... too, like, robotic, like... But anyways, uh, but for a poppy group like that, uh, it was good, like I said. I left in the CD player, and it ended up being pretty... It's you know, something I, you know, I'll keep around. And then, like I said, uh, gold gold guns girls that was a cool song man i really like that song a lot it's very simple yeah very
1: they're not very much words to that song they're not a a super um i almost said talented and that's not right because they are talented yeah what i meant was not a very technical band like they're not yeah some bands just go out like weezer it's just go out and play songs that are really (laughs) easy but they sound good hash pipe yeah (laughs) you know so this is what i kind of feel this band is they're just like let's go out there and just play a good rock song yeah you know And um, yeah, so I like metric, and I'm not ashamed of it.
0: (laughs) And I'll keep it. I'll be in my library. So if it comes up, if you guys are around me, you'll know why. But (laughs) I'll explain if you ask why I like it. Vince's fault. It's weird. (laughs) But yeah, dude, um, it was fun, dude. Listening back to Taproot again took me back to my old high school
1: days. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, I love how heavy and clean it sounds. Like it's such like a heavy, but that's some cleaning too.
1: That's a thing where you record so yeah. i record my own i have my seven string guitar i make songs that no one hears but me <laughs> actually you can hear a portion of my song because on our intro that's a portion of one of my songs
0: is it i was going you know what? it's funny we've been doing this for a long time and i keep forgetting to ask you about that intro
1: yeah that's uh, a breakdown on one song i did oh nice yeah so i just said what can i use where they're not going to hit us for copyright infringement <laughs> So I got that, and the person talking is my beautiful wife, Lori Graham. So, thank um, you, Lori. Yeah. So we made our own little intro and the the commercial for um, Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the same music. But anyway, yeah. I made that, yes. and so I record, and that's it's it's not easy recording hard guitars and making them sound clean and yeah. come out in the mix properly. That's yeah. That's been something where
0: I've been you know recording for a while, and it's been years, and then it's. Kind of find the right not really only find the right uh like pedal or sound like now everything's like a plug-in mm-hmm. um it's just a matter of like it's almost like the connections to be honest i've been finding more like that's kind of like just the way you plug it in the way you line it and like you know the app settings microphone settings like that's on the computer too you can change them and then you just gotta really take your time and just play with everything and yeah. where before when i was younger i used to buy a pedal and i sat there for hours just messing with it and now i'm like ah. Uh. <laughs> Man, remember
1: pedals? When everybody buy Do you still get buy guitar pedals?
0: I I just bought. Well, I didn't. I sold all my pedals. I had nothing for the longest time, and I was going to start buying like a whole collection again. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Dude, that's going to take forever. That's so expensive. So I'll buy a pedal board. And so I bought like a Line Six one, the uh HD five hundred Pod five hundred X or whatever. Yeah. And when I bought it, I sat in the box for like two days because I was fucking scared. <laughs> 'Cause I was like looking at the like, dude, there's so much buttons, there's so much things it does, and there's so many inputs and outputs. Like what do I do with this thing? Like I've no, like I've been out of the loop for a while. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do all this stuff. So then one day I just kinda opened it up and then Gave it a shot. Yeah, I started playing around with it. And but like, dude, I'm barely tapping into what that thing could do. But yeah. it can do like everything. And that thing is so cool, man. I love it, but um, it's just so intimidating because there's so much it can do, Right. and like you can change it constantly to like however you want it to be. But um, yeah, dude, it's not like you know when you see corn playing and they have this big old row of petals yeah. all around them and all this stuff like that. It's it's just one little thing, but you know, it, for me, it's cool because I'm just jamming and recording at home
1: here and there. So and they've got on because I I use. Uh, a lot of bias effect stuff I have the little bias effect spark amp and it's just crazy that you can get pretty much any sound you want in an amp or online now it's crazy but branching off from that let's do our final question okay. of the day which we always do which I always make up and this time I'm making up something else um, since we're talking about how to make a recording sound good let's talk about maybe give give me two or three albums that sound amazing like Maybe it could be a it could be a a horrible band, but yeah. the recording is just amazing. It sounds great. Well, well, we always talk
0: about um, Diamond Eyes. That to me to me that's like a, a reference for me. anytime I try to record my own sounds stuff, so good. Like I constantly go to that because it's so bass heavy but clean, and it doesn't sound distorted or too low. Like right. it just you have the highs in there perfectly. You have the lows. It just and it's how do per- they
1: do that when uh, Steph's guitar is kind of in the same range as as the bass. Uh,
0: I'm still you know. trying to figure that out, man. <laughs> that, but like I, that's where like I try to reference so much to that, and and I love that tone of that album, and it's something like um you know, I've I'm trying to achieve as much as I can. I have a friend who's like an engineer, and he kind of taught me what you do is you put a track on there, you know, it's not like on your on your recording session on the bottom, then you just play it. And then you play the music mm. and then you kind of just got to keep messing with it. you find all, the music was not going to match at all, of course, but right. as long as you're getting the tones, right, that's what you're looking for listening to. And so that's been tough. And then I'm still learning that, but it's been fun trying to do it. And then probably like another one, like where it's funny. It's, it's weird because it has to go with the album. Like I love Elliot Smith. You are listening to Elliot Smith? No, okay, that's something I do want to bring up on this uh show too. But it's so tape recorder sound.
1: What kind of music is Elliot's? Making? It's
0: just like him and acoustic, mostly okay. you know, it's really dark. Really, I guess, I don't know how you call it emo, but it's almost like Jonah when he does his, his kind of but it, acoustic it's, stuff. It's yeah, it's I don't know, it's just really dark and okay. stuff. But, um, anyways. It, that, like, he has a lot of albums where it sounds like he did off a tape recorder but it's right. perfect for what he's doing like you know it's such a crappy quality yeah. of an album but it captures exactly what he's trying to do in this album you know yeah. and I think a lot of it was if I remember right he did record some stuff just like on a little four track tape recorder in his home and he kind of like you know like you know like uh, the the story about uh, Kirk Cobain where he just laid down and then they record him that way mm-hmm. like he kind of captures a lot of those dark sounds like they always say he's like a whisper vocalist because he sings really low and stuff so it's just it's funny it's a crappy quality but for that album it's
1: so good it works perfect it fits okay well what i'll do is i'll give you a couple um, albums that i love that sound crappy (laughs) and then one album that i really don't care about but it sounds amazing let's start with that one okay the one that like i'm not really into this album but
0: J or
1: no, no, no. That one sounds horrible. No, it's it's Motley Crue. Doctor Feelgood. Okay, like I, I, you know, Doctor Feelgood. Yeah. I'm not really into that. But the recording on that album, man, like I don't know. It sounds perfect. I, I always thought Metallica has a great tone too. No, 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 no. See, that was one of my bad ones. <laughs> I have two. I have two. Well, a lot of Metallica is good, but yeah. the album. Um, and just and justice for oh, all yeah. sounds horrible well mostly the drum tone sounds horrible it sounds like he's hitting a trash can yeah and there's no bass they yeah. cut the bass all the way out of that album you're right
0: like if especially listening like to the original like i'm sure you have but like of course the remasters kind of kick it up a little bit that's probably stuff that if you if you look like on your amazon music you're gonna find the remasters yeah but yeah if you can find like the older version you're right like the drums is done like it sounds like
1: like paper. Like it's just, like he's tuned like, that snare so <laughs> tight. And the you know the ba- ba- like? yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. That sounds actually better. And it's funny because there are, there's actually on YouTube somebody, I don't know how they did it, but they went in, they grabbed that whole album, and they re- redid it, and they added the bass, they boosted the bass. So you could actually hear the bass yeah. player, <laughs> And it sounds so much better. So that's one that I think is a great album that sounds horrible. The other one, I hate to even say this, but Deftones' Adrenaline, I love that album, but it yeah. just sounds weird. It just, I don't get it. I think, I think that's another one where
0: I think the poor quality of it kind of captures a little bit because that's kind of like a. It does.
1: It's a sound. If it was, if it was sounded perfect, I'd yeah. probably be like, "What the heck?" But I'm just wondering I, why. I think the guitars lack a little bit on the album. I feel like they don't have any before he went he still was playing six string at that time so yeah (laughs) but i I mean
0: like but i just i don't know like i feel like it's just too like i i don't know yeah it's not like it's heavy it's good but i see you i see what you're saying it's the quality of the album listen to that one and then go listen
1: to around the fur and they're totally different sounding albums
0: yeah different producers too so maybe that could
1: possibly do with it was that terry date on the second record or no he he was was on the first first one. one yeah and on the second? Or who was on the second? I don't know who was on the second one. I don't remember who was on the second one. Okay. I think it was someone else. Though. I thought it was. but he, Terry Date did Ohms, yeah. right? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. But he sounds better now, so. All right. So that's our useless ramble for the for the evening. <laughs> and um, Guys, go check out those two records that we just went through. Taproot Gift. And the iTunes sessions for, by Metric.
0: Yeah, I was I was hoping they had like a live version. Like I, I know Guitar Center does like these things on YouTube. Oh, yeah, those are cool. And I was like hoping they had that. Go on, session.
1: go on YouTube and and just look up Metric. They have a bunch of full concerts up there. Yeah. And they sound amazing. They're they're really good. Yeah. They're a really good band. All right. Yeah, I checked out a couple of them, but um,
0: yeah, I'll I'll look again. and um but I liked it. Like I said, leave, sometimes man, you just gotta leave it in the CD player. If you don't like an album, man, just keep listening over and over again. And sure. You never know, you might like it
1: very true alright you guys thank you for tuning in and you know follow us and uh, we put one up every week and tell your friends we need some more listeners guys we want we want all your, your friends to come listen so that they can start listening to full albums all the way through and they could start enjoying music the way it was meant to be enjoyed because these bands that um, make these albums they put a lot into it like for so many years their music was just being stolen um, you know by me and, uh, and everyone water. else you know <laughs> um, you know but th- f- to be honest those records that I sampled I went out and bought you should see my record collection so um, you know let's pay some respect to this great music and listen yeah. to it all the way through again because that's what it used to be you gotta support them so they can keep making more albums man. right right alright well we're gonna tune out or we're gonna close out I should say and we'll see you guys next week
0: and challenge your friends and you let us know about it